Welcome to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation Podcast. In this episode, we answer our students' questions and share information about yoga therapy and meditation with the intention of creating a new paradigm in wellness. We are here with Brant Pasalakwa. He's the founder of Breathing Deeply. It's good to be with you today, Brant. Nice to see you. Uh, I thought we'd start off today um, by having you talk a little bit about your work that you've done in this space and your history with working with these types of clients. Many years ago now, uh, I um, got interested in working with people who are obese because I had been obese and gone through a uh, personal process of losing all that weight and keeping it off. Um, but probably more importantly, you know, finding my my groove and groundedness and becoming a more uh, happy, content person. Um, so uh, I did that through yoga and I became a yoga therapist and that was kind of my specialty. So I was interested in, in sharing that. And so I, I started to talk to people about it and um, do some yoga workshops about my process, which I kind of developed. Um, and I started working with individuals and then through that work kind of codified some ideas and principles and processes that um, worked for me and more importantly worked for the people I was working with. Um, and that's what became a, a program called Peaceful Weight Loss. And uh, we wrote a book and, uh, you know, kind of got around a little bit um, doing uh, retreats, seminars, private work. Um, and the great thing about that is we got to see, you know, over a course of time and over a largest group of people, how it worked. And, um, you know, I'm super proud to say it worked really well. Um, weight loss programs uh, are not generally very successful. Um, it is a very difficult thing to work with. And there's, uh, as you know, like a lot of different reasons for that. Um, but we we uh, did really well. And um, then uh, we ended up here today and we started a training program and trained other teachers. Uh, and, you know, you were one of those teachers, so you know that process and uh, got to spread the work around more. So uh, it's been really rewarding. I've seen people change their lives in a variety of ways. Uh, I've seen people lose a lot of weight. I've seen people lose some weight and become happier people. I've seen people not lose any weight and say, I don't want to lose weight and now I'm good with it. Um, so I've seen a lot of like kind of different outcomes where individuals really uh, get to realize themselves more and live happier, more productive lives. So uh, it's been a real pleasure for me, you know, working, working in this way. We get to tap into some of your expertise today. And I was hoping we could talk about really three specific things. Um, sort of generally how we talk about weight loss, obesity, and eating disorders. And these are some topics that obviously apply to the space and, and we need to, to know our way around them. Um, the first thing I wanted to ask you was you know, we get a phone call, hopefully from many clients interested in this work. How do we know when 
being at peace with food is the right fit for a client's. So for example, is there a minimal amount of weight that needs to be lost? Um, how, how do we know who's a good candidate for this work? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so, you know, the work we do is a little different than like a conventional weight loss program, which is purely focused on weight loss. So um, our goal is to have people become more present and aware of their situation and sort of live in the world of choice for themselves. So, you know, it's a really hard thing to nail down. Um, in general, you know, we prefer to work, not work with people who are, you know, I wanna lose 10 pounds, it's the summer, I wanna look good in my bathing suit, whatever, that kind of stuff. I have a wedding to go to. Um, and, and honestly, I have no judgment in, in terms of like what people do with themselves. So it's not, it's not about that. It's just about um, this work isn't about that. There's probably better places to go if you wanna lose, you know, 10 pounds in two months and like fit into your wedding dress or, you know, your, <laughs> your suit. Um, so I generally, you know, don't take those clients. Um, but that said, uh, there's kind of a wide variety of people you might work with because usually when people are calling you, they're saying, I'm not happy, you know, with my relationship with my body and food, like it's not going well. So that's how I try to distinguish whether like, I would be a good fit to work with someone, you know? Um, are you interested in going through a process that would land you in a different place with that? Um, and that doesn't mean that you're kind of talking in this way where you're like, it's not about losing weight because that's not true. If you're hundred pounds overweight and you want to lose weight, that's a completely, you know, legitimate goal. Um, but we do want to look for people who, who understand at like a basic level that there's something sort of not going well with their relationship with food and their body image and their old body. And, and they would like to go through a process to change that. So I look for sort of hints, whether it's in the initial phone call or an intake session, you know, for that. Okay, that makes sense. So obviously you spoke about the person who, you know, wants to lose 10 pounds or so might not be the, the perfect fit. We'll have people who need to lose more than that, obviously, and they might be in the right range. What about really severe obesity? What should we consider when we, we're, we're talking to clients uh, who have severe obesity? And you know, also, are there health considerations that as yoga therapists, we need to take into consideration? Yeah, um, I mean, first and foremost, we need to be able to make sure that our clients are safe. So, you know, we can work in a lot of different ways and, you know, we can even work with people who don't move well at all. You know, that's definitely possible. Um, but we do need to have somebody who can actually do some sort of process. So if somebody's in a um, really, really difficult um, physical condition, usually, extreme obesity, not always, but usually it'll come with other health conditions. So you basically need them cleared to do what you're doing by someone else, not you, because you can't make that determination. Uh, if they're having breathing difficulties, say, um, if they have severe pain syndromes and you know, you're not used to working with that population, if you're not a yoga therapist, things like that. So you, you want to take that into consideration and it's okay to say you can't work with someone. 
Um, I will just say why we're talking about it, that if you ever say I can't work with you, you wanna make it clear it's not because there's something wrong with them. It's just that you don't have, you don't have the skills. Like you don't have the, you know, the proper training to keep them safe. So it's not like you don't think they can lose weight or, or do the work. Um, but when you're working with somebody who is very obese, you know, one thing to remember is that the amount of changes this person needs to make um, are actually in a way smaller in terms of like making progress. So if you have somebody who's like, you know, I've worked with people that are, you know, 380 pounds, you know, and they probably should be, you know, 200 pounds or whatever. So, I mean, they're significantly overweight, but, you know, they've probably been told, and this is so unfortunate, we got to get you on like a super low calorie diet. We have to get you like super exercising. We have to, and none of the science really supports that. Um, so the way I've always thought about it is, okay, I have this person, they're very obese. Um, you can sort of thinking about it like an eating disorder, which we can talk more about later if you want. But like, you know, this person has a lot of stuff going on in their mind, a lot of sort of addictive habits. And if I could regulate them, help them regulate at all, and they could eat any amount less, you know, and reduce their stress any amount, it's going to be huge help. And so, so that's what I think when I come across a client like this, you know, I, I'm not thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, how am I going to help this person in this horrible position, lose 250 pounds? Like, that's not what it's about. It's like, how am I get this person to stop gaining weight? And that would be regulating themselves. You know, maybe I'll do a yoga nidra and some breath work with this person. And maybe, you know, we'll talk about food, but more about regulating their intake, like throughout the day and things like this. And through that process, I've seen people lose tons of weight. And that's the interesting part. You know, you can, you can watch people go from you know, 380 pounds to 350 pounds without dieting, you know, more just with just some really basic regulation. So that's what I think about, um, and just to come back to the beginning, if you don't think for any reason that you can keep the person safe, then, you know, right. you're done. And that's fine. You know, we mm -hmm. all can't work with everyone. It's not, that's not important. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I think it speaks to my initial question about, about weight. Um, we, do, we shouldn't get tied up or, or caught up in the idea of pounds necessarily, like this person's the perfect fit, this person isn't. The process right. is usually the same for clients and that we're helping them, you know, move in the right direction. Yeah, it's what's so no amazing about this yeah. work because we've like put it into like a fairly simple kind of like process oriented methodology where it doesn't matter, right, if they're 30 pounds overweight or 130 pounds. It's not going to change the method, right. you know, because the client is, is figuring out for themselves what needs to happen. You're not giving them prescriptions. And, you know, it's probably important to note that, like, generally, people are getting told what to do by external forces all the time in this world. And it doesn't work. You know, no doctor saying right. you should lose weight, you shouldn't eat french fries, whatever. It, it doesn't help. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it, you know, we can be a very, very um, big influence on how they change the way they do things for themselves. For sure. Okay, so let's, you brought something up, you brought up eating disorders. 
obviously relevant. What should we be thinking, you know, if we have somebody <clears throat> in our office who is suffering with anorexia or bulimia, you know, what are the signs that we should look out for? Is that in our scope? That's a big topic, you know, and people spend their whole lives like just only thinking about eating disorders and working with them. But I'll outline kind of the most important things, I think, to think about. Um, the first thing is that anorexia and bulimia are health conditions, and they're also mental health conditions. So they're both things. So when you think about yourself and your role with that, it's like, am I qualified to work with a health condition like bulimia? You know, because, you know, one thing you might not know if you have never thought about bulimia, right, is like, it can increase your risk for certain cancers, you know, you can do certain kinds of damage to your body, you know, so it's like, these things like we aren't trained in and we're not supposed to be trained in, right? We're, we're doing this work, so it's different. So um, the primary thing with those populations is that they are already working with people who are experts in their health and they're working with people who are experts in their mental health. And if that is true, then you can absolutely work with them and you can be of great service to them. But there's no world where like, you know, an anorexic person who's 21 years old and is losing weight rapidly, you are their primary go-to. Like that is, is completely out of our scope. Um, but that said, um, the way you do work with people is you stay away from, uh, in a way you stay away from the food piece. Um, they have a mental health condition and what I would call a, addictive disorders uh, that makes it really complicated, right? To work out food with them because they're in a state of, um, as we've learned in the course, like a big Vata imbalance kind of delusional state uh, you can also have a kind of big pitta imbalance at play. Um, and we can do work there, but it's very important that we don't try to like regulate their food because the unintended consequences are, are, are what we're trying to avoid. So if you have somebody who has an eating disorder, um, and often I, I should mention that you can be say bulimic and obese. So it's not true that all people with eating disorders are thin. <laughs> you know, primary with, with anorexia, yeah. it's more likely, but you can also be very overweight and have anorexia. You could be sort of in remission and not be restricting food at the moment. You know, you'll see people bounce up and down. You can have people that are bulimic that aren't being bulimic for the moment, but will be if they get triggered. So it's very, very complicated. Um, but our job is to come in and, and first and foremost do the yoga. So, you know, it's a yoga-based system. And what we want to do is, is balance their minds. So help them balance their minds, I should say. So, so that they can see things more clearly, see their own behaviors more clearly. Um, and even just that work will often help someone seek the help they need because there's a lot of different right. ways to get help. Um, so if we go in and we work primarily in uh, our yoga techniques, and our regulation techniques. Now, somebody who's anorexic or bulimic might not be like super 100% successful in the regulation techniques because what you're asking them to do is eat regularly. And they're like, I don't eat regularly. 
I'm anorexic. They don't say that, but I mean, that's generally what's happening, right? So, um, you know, if you're very gentle about it, it's like, here's the general approach. Um, you know, generally you try to get people drinking water, sleeping every night, eating regularly, and you keep it very light, but to the basic points, you can absolutely work with somebody who has an eating disorder. But those are the things you're looking for. Um, once you're working with someone, sometimes it's like you get someone as a weight loss client and then you realize, right, they're rapidly losing yeah. weight, they're not eating, they're bulimic, they tell you they're bulimic 15 sessions in. Um, I think the important thing is not to panic and just go back to the first thing I said, which is like, oh, okay, um, you need more support then. And I'm going to tell you how this is going to go. You're going to... Um, you know, and it's good to have a referral network for yourself. Like if there's people or programs in your area for eating disorders, that's really good. Um, but, you know, it's very important you have a mental health counselor that's experienced with these things. So you have someone to talk to and you're in good hands. And also um, you need to tell your doctor that you're suffering in this way. So the doctor, it's not that the doctor can do anything like a primary care physician, but what they can do is they can monitor you physically to make sure that you are okay. Because people have a very different experiences and at different times have different experiences. So someone could be relatively healthy and be bulimic and then three years later, they are not relatively healthy. So you don't want that on you as the practitioner of right. being at peace with food because you, know, you do not have those skills. Thanks for listening to the Breathing Deeply Yoga Therapy and Meditation podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing, leaving a positive review, and sharing it with friends. For more information about our yoga therapy and meditation trainings and programs, visit breathingdeeply.com.